season four, episode 10 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday night? I'm, I'm not too shabby. Uh, I'm definitely tired today. I, I, I don't know what makes me, you know, so much more tired than normal. Got my normal, like, five hours of sleep, woke up early, you know, my, my daily routine. But today I just felt like a zombie walk, walking through. But I feel a little more awake right now, which is which is good. Good timing for the pod. So hopefully, I, you know, I sound at least somewhat energetic. But how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it was a good day at work where I actually, like, got to do stuff at work because these past, like, three weeks have all been orientation videos and it, those put me to sleep. So uh, I had a couple meetings as well. I got off an hour early, so it was a pretty good day of work overall. Um, the the new hubby and I, not actually, but uh, roommate Dylan, him and I went to the gym, then had some tacos, and then now I'm here. So having a good time. I'm probably going to watch something a little spooky tonight because it's already mid-October, which is shocking. Yes, it definitely is. Um, you know, October twelfth and they have us recording. We're 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 getting there. We're we're getting there. We're already rolling on to week six of the NFL season. NHL hockey's kicked off. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the the new Halloween Ends movie that comes out um comes out this Friday. It's gonna be on um if I'm not mistaken, it's gonna be on like Peacock or something random. Um, like on on like on top of being in theaters. So definitely gonna have to check it out. See how see how that is. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll get drunk because you're coming down this weekend, correct? I am. So maybe, whether it be Friday night, Saturday night, we get just absolutely toasted, get carry out Waffle House and watch that because I do have Peacock. Sounds like a plan to me. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, But for today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be going over our opening game against the New York Rangers, talk about the roster, what we saw out there on the ice. Uh, After the commercial break, we're going to be taking a look at some news around the league. This one is going to be a little shorter of an episode because we are recording so late. And I think I mentioned in the last show, but the roadcaster, my uh, audio interface died. So without that thing, it takes maybe three times, four times the amount of time to actually like edit everything together. So for that reason, and having work tomorrow morning, I told Chase, hey, we might need to make it a little shorter. So I apologize. You can blame Mike, but it's going to be a good show nonetheless. Let's dive right in to our first game. Uh, we did play the Rangers. It didn't go as planned, but maybe what were some of the highlights, Chase, when it comes to the roster specifically? Who were some names that were uh, maybe a little bit more surprising to see on the roster? And then talk about maybe some standouts. So th- there's definitely one very surprising name. Um, you know, P- Pierre Cedric Labrie was not expecting to see him make the team, but good for him. I mean, it's it's definitely cool that that he was that he was able to. Uh, you know, he got a contract, made the team out of camp, so wasn't expecting that. Didn't play in this game. I didn't really expect him to. Kind of figured he was going to be more of that thirteenth, fourteenth forward type guy. Um, Gabriel Forte also made the roster, and so hoping to see him get some action in game one. But you know, in fact, he did not. And, you know, I think we all know what's going on with the Ian Cole situation. Um, so Ian Cole spent from the team. He was not playing in this game. I don't expect him to really be with Lightning anytime soon. And that is no problem with me. He can kick rocks for all I care. But in this game, um, you know, 3-1 Rangers win. 
you know, it, it's it's game one. There's there's not really any reactions to have after, you know, the first couple games of the year. I, I like the first few games. Just kind of let things play out, you know, iron out. You got guys getting used to new line mates, whatever. Um, you know, I, I do hope that we can see, you know, Fortier and maybe Labrie in the lineup here come down the road because it would be cool. But we did see um, Cole Kepke. He got to make his, I believe that was his NHL debut. I don't think he got any games last year. Uh, not remembering off the tip of my head. But other than that, you know, we saw the, saw the debuts of, you know, Philippe Myers, Hayden Fleury, uh, you know, just, just a couple of guys that, that are brand new to the squad. Um, so it's a solid effort. Vasilevsky, you know, made a lot of saves, did what he could. Just one of those games that kind of didn't go your way. Yeah, and I I don't know about you, Chase, but the first game, the first couple of games of really any sport, you can't really rely on those results. I mean, I was talking with a guy at work today about the NFL and how the NFL's been so weird recently. Like the Bengals and Chargers both had very high hopes not meeting those expectations. And then you got teams like the Giants, who are 4-1. and one. You've got the Eagles looking like the best team in the league. So the first couple of games, I don't really put much stock in it. So when I'm looking at the NHL and I'm seeing uh, Tampa gets outshot by 13, their faceoff percentage was terrible. They went 1-6 for six on the power play. Like, things just were not good for Tampa in general. I don't really pay too much attention to it because... We got another 81 games. All we got to do is get, what, 45, 46 wins to make the playoffs. And, you know, this team, once they get hot, there's no stopping them. Right. And that, that's that's the beauty of the NHL. I mean, the NBA, the MLB, all, all these sports, they play a lot of games. You know, the NFL, if you drop, you know, two or three games early in the year, you're you're, you're pretty much right now out of playoffs. Like, you, you have very minimal chance. You had to go on a run. The NHL, I mean, you can lose your first seven eight, nine, even, and, like, you, you still are just fine. You don't really have to sweat too much. You know, you're going to have to make a couple internal changes, but it's no need reason to just sell the farm, you know, that type of stuff. So don't really worry about the first first couple of games. Yeah, we want to see him win. It's great to get, you know, points in the standings early on, but it's a really good, young, competitive Rangers team. We saw him in the playoffs last year. We get we understand what kind of level of goalie that Shasurkin is. We understand the talent on that roster. So it's not like it was, you know, we lost to the Coyotes seven to nothing or something. It, it, it was a, it was a close game against a very good team. Right, and I hate to bring up the St. Louis Blues. I feel like anytime there's like some crazy stat, we bring up the St. Louis Blues and their Stanley Cup run. But what was it before January, before the turn of the year? They were probably like, I don't know, double digit, maybe fifteen games back from an actual playoff spot. They were not good at all, and then they catch fire in January, February make the playoffs and keep that fire burning and, you know, go on to win the Stanley cup. So there's some craziness that happens in the NHL. And because of the 82 games, we have that convenience, but chase, let's go over some of our next couple of games with Tampa, uh, looking forward to them because I think we can get some wins here. First up, we got the Columbus blue jackets. We'll be in Columbus for this one, but this is a team that, I think is better than last year because they bring over the likes of Johnny hockey, but I think it's still a team that when you put rosters against each other, like Tampa should prevail here. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. Like it's not a, you know, a terrible team by any means, but it's not a team that I'm counting on uh, some big playoff runner or anything like that. Uh, you know, got, got some young, young goaltenders. Um, it's, it's still a bit of, of a kind of young, Team, yeah, they're bringing Johnny Gaudreau, who can hopefully kind of help shape what's going to go on in the future for that team. But you know, when you when you look at the guys in their roster, you're not super overwhelmed. I mean, yeah, they got Patrick Laine, but he's never really done much other than his you know kind of promising rookie year. 
Um, you know, maybe that changes with Johnny Gaudreau. I don't know, but I would expect that it's going to be a nice Tampa win. Um, hopefully it's still a good game. I want to see a good game, but I don't imagine it's going to be like some sort of just working by Columbus. I got to say, I am excited to see the game at least because Columbus is going to be bringing some fresh faces in. Uh, Igor Chinnikov, obviously we talked about Johnny Gaudreau, who will be a fresh face to that team specifically, but then we see Kent Johnson, we see Cole Sillinger. All of these young guys do have some pretty bright futures. So to see them go toe to toe with, uh, you know, the best goalie in the world, that's going to be something that's super exciting. And I don't know this this Columbus team. I think they could be in the same conversation as the Red Wings, and uh, if you want to put Ottawa and Buffalo in that conversation too. But I think this is a team that could surprise down the line and be fighting for that wild card spot all the way up until the end. Now, they're not going to be the president's trophy winner. They're not going to be some dominant powerhouse, but this is a, a sneaky team that I am actually excited to watch. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to you know have a level of excitement to them because there is a lot of flash, but it's going to be kind of growing pains thing. I don't really expect a playoff push. It's potential, but I think it's you know a, more of a two, three-year process they're looking at. Yep. All right, let's talk about the game on Saturday. This is between Tampa and Pittsburgh. This one in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. They keep their core three around. We thought Malkin could be leaving there. He decides to stick around. And so now that trio of Chris Latane, Sidney Crosby, and Evgeny Malkin is tied for the longest tenured trio in the four major sports. Only with Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, and there was another Yankee. I can't remember who it was at the, at the moment. But that's that's pretty impressive to stick around for 17 years as a three. Yeah, it definitely is. And... They've all been just top of their game the whole time, too. You know, there's been a couple down seasons, but, you know, a down season for either of those three players is still an elite season for most players. Uh, it's really been impressive with the run that they've had, and it shows with the cups that they have won. Absolutely. And now the, the goaltending is something that's been a bit of a question for the Penguins over the last couple of years. Um, we know when they were winning their Stanley Cups, they had Matt Murray. Matt Murray was playing really well. He really took a dip. And then we saw Marc-Andre Fleury. He left Matt Murray after his long tenure dip. They decided to ship him out as well. So ever since they've been rocking with Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith. Now these guys have been up and down. I feel like one year Casey DeSmith's the better goalie. The next year Tristan Jari is the better goalie. This really shouldn't be a matchup between Vasilevsky and these guys. But I wouldn't be shocked if one of them comes out a little bit hot and, you know, can shut Tampa down to maybe two or maybe three goals. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's definitely possible. I mean, they're good enough to, to do that. It should be a pretty entertaining game, whichever way it goes. We don't really know. Um, You know, it, it's the second game of a back-to-back, so that always makes things a little more challenging, and there's a little bit of travel involved, too. So all that combined with, you know, the talent that both those goalies have, th- there's definitely, you know, a path for Pittsburgh having a nice win here. So 0-1 right now after these two games, our record's looking like? Uh, you know, Honestly, I kind of want to say 1-1-1. One, one, one. I think we're going to get an OTL in there somewhere, and as, as well as a win. That's just kind of what the feeling I have is. So 1-1-1 one, one, one to start the year, not horrendous. Um, Get things rolling from there. It's funny. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you know, they go and beat Columbus, but after a back-to-back truff, or tough travel day, Pittsburgh maybe sneaks out a win in overtime. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick in the same boat, go 1-1-1. One, one, one. But that's going to do it for the first half of the show. We are going to head to a commercial break on the other side of the commercial break, talking about some news around the league. 
Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for a season of a lifetime. New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Tampa's first matchup is on Tuesday, October 11th versus the New York Rangers. And you know who I'm betting on in that one. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of fantasy football podcasts to get ready for the season, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. The easy earbud tap functions and noise isolation for the gym are perfect. Raycons are my first wireless earbuds, and I would highly recommend them. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Make sure to head over to DraftKings for all your sports betting needs. Make sure to grab you a pair of Raycons. Anytime you go to the gym and you only have the wires, you look like an idiot, right? You're sitting there for, for two minutes while your buddy's waiting for you to actually get on the machine and you're just sitting there trying to untangle your shit. So you don't want that happening to you. Make sure to go to Raycon. All right, Chase, let's talk about Matias Samuelson, as he gets a big boy Conti after not even playing a full season. 54 career games for Matias Samuelson ends up with a seven-year, $30 million in total deal. Ah, that's it's a lot of coin. It's a lot of term for a very small sample size. Granted, his sample size has been pretty nice. He's a true kind of stay-at-home defenseman who put up 10 points in 42 games. His analytics show pretty well that he's one of the better defenders in the league. So all that combining, it's you know, it's a gamble that looks like it could work out well for them. But at the same time, it's it's a young kid. He could just had a hot start. Things could drop off. This could look really bad. I, I either this is going to end up being a like a, a good deal. I don't think it's ever going to be a steal of a deal. It's either end up being a good deal or a just monumental train wreck. I, I, I don't know which way I want to lean right now. I want to give the kid the benefit of the doubt because I think there's some talent there. But it's just it, it's it's something that I do in like, you know, in, in like shell when, when I'm playing a free and tries mode in. 
I know I've played three franchise modes. I know this guy's going to develop, so I signed him to a long-term deal for cheap. You know, that's the type of thing that's happening here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I hope it works out for him, but I'm just trying to think about the gambles that I've actually worked for Buffalo recently. It's just, there's just not many gambles that have been like great in their favor. So Dave uh, Thompson. True. That's, that's a good point. So I, I'm hoping for the best out of Samuelson, but we'll have to wait and see to see how that uh, contract really plays out. All right, let's talk about a long-term New Jersey captain, that being Andy Green, as he decides to hang up the, the skates. Yeah, Andy Green retires, hands a one-day contract with the Devils to retire officially as a Devil. Um, so hats off to him on, on a good career, good all-American boy, uh, good defenseman. Was a very re- reliable, solid NHL guy. Wasn't ever necessarily some sort of superstar, but he was always someone that, you know, you, you trust. You put him in your lineup. He's playing top six minutes for you, top four sometimes, you know, even top two if really needed. And he, he just kind of got the job done, uh, just nice and efficiently. Didn't do anything overly flashy. Didn't really, you know, especially in his prime years, didn't really ever kind of leave you hanging on the back end. So good career from Andy Green. Best of luck going forward. Yeah, that's a guy you want in the locker room. I mean, a great leader, a great team guy. Andy can do it on the ice. Love to see it. All right, let's not talk about some of the rookies this year. We'll start with Uri Slipkowski and Shane Wright, as we're about to see him lace up the old skates. Yeah, currently we're, we're watching um, Uri Slipkowski. Well, we're not watching, but he's playing um, with, with, with the skates on. Um, you know, he's got, he's got skates on playing his first game. We got Shane Wright coming in a little bit later. You know, those are the two guys from this draft class that made it right out of camp um, their first years. See one name, which was looking like he made it, but ends up getting sent down. Um, you know, about after day, they called up Kevin ball for him instead, whatever, not a big deal. And it's not going to hurt name, playing some games, the American league getting adjusted. I got to imagine he gets a call up soon, but good for Sefkowski, good for right. Um, Sefkowski from the sounds of it had a kind of underwhelming training camp. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he does kind of going forward so far. Um, he has played the least minutes of all, or actually I lied. He's played like 20 more seconds than Jake Evans in this game. So he's not getting a lot of ice time. He's so it means he's probably struggling a little bit. And it's really not that surprising. I, I kind of thought this would happen. He's probably someone that would benefit from playing in the American League for a full year or at least, you know, a good chunk. So I imagine he's going to get nine games, get sent down, kind of develop there. Shane Wright is really, really where I'm interested to, to watch, though, because this, this kid's got a chance, and I think he will play the full season, but he's got a chance to to really, you know, show those first three teams that, that, that pass up on him. Yeah, you made the wrong move. He could put up 50, 60 points this year, maybe, in Seattle. The, the opportunity is there. I sure hope he does it. Yeah, I think both of these teams are, like, they've got pieces that are exciting. I'm just looking at the Montreal game right now, and Cole Caulfield already off to a hot start, two goals in this game. Uh, I'm excited to see what the new additions of Kirby Dock and Sean Monahan can do. Obviously, their careers have not been uh, you know, on the right trajectory over the last couple of years, but Sean Monahan, a lot of success in the past. And then Kirby Doc, very high draft pick. Wonder if we can see either of those guys turn it around. And then, of course, Slefkovsky, like who doesn't want to see the first overall pick? And then the Seattle Kraken, I mean, Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright. I mean, I'm dying to see that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting for sure. And, you know, as you were talking about Montreal, I pulled him up. Look at the roster, and it reminded me, we need to talk about that decor, man. Like It's so bad. Talk about a tank job. Like that. And today, they scratch Matheson in, in favor to play, you know, the, the guys that they're playing. In favor to play, like, three or four rookies. It, it, is, it is an all-time tank job. It, this is, um, you know, a suck hard for, for Bedard type of lineup for Montreal. Um, I, 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 I feel like this has to be intentional. 
But do have to shout out former hockey name of the day, Arbor Jack guy, as he somehow made the Canadians roster. Um, you know, not trying to talk trash on the guy by any means, but this this is definitely not something I expected when I saw him play in juniors. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I gotta say though, I think Montreal's forward core could be good enough to the point where they still can't tank as hard as like the Chicago Blackhawks. Because I mean, it's definitely possible. That team is Patrick Kane getting traded away from being one of the worst teams in NHL history. Like it's bad. Yes, it definitely is. So, uh, anyways, we are go- going to. Jeez, can't talk. We are now going to move to hockey name of the day. Excited for this one today. Ooh, we got a, a Slav name. Love the Slav names. We're gonna go Sergey. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so long. <laughs> Verdaklabov. How do you say it? Verdaklabov. Sergey. Verdoklobov. So you're oh, close. Very so close. Sergey Verdoklobov. And if, if funny enough, it does sound like, you know, a, uh, you know, a Slovak name, but he's actually Russian. Well, isn't Russian like, aren't they considered like Slavic names too? Yeah, it, 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 it might be. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not that well versed. I don't know. So maybe you're right. But regardless, um, Sergey, he is a Russian forward currently playing in the Kazakh Stating League and had some stints in the VHL. Um, got some KHL games in the past. Decent player. Um, five points for 10 games right now in, in the Kazakh Stating League. Not someone who's ever played internationally other than one single U20 tournament, uh, the Canada Russia Challenge back in 2012, 2013. So not a name I would expect you're going to hear much, much more of anytime soon. Can you guess my favorite part about Sergey's name? The, that it starts with the letter T? It, that there's two silent letters. That the T is silent, and then also the H. Yeah. So, it's absolutely solid. love that there's two silent letters in that one. Good hockey name of the day. I was close this time, unlike last week. But anyways, uh, I, I do want to say, both broadcasts going to be back on track, guys. Uh, obviously, with the move, you know, some stuff was happening where I really couldn't get to the recordings, and then also the soundboard dies out. It's out in California right now. I got an email from road today. They're telling me about, you know, what's, what's all happening when I can expect it, but, um, was able to find a a little interface that I can use for the time being. And hopefully we get the soundboard back and it's better than ever. Um, once we do that, but I do want to say we're back to recording. There shouldn't be, um, really any more times where we're going to be missing episodes. Hell yeah. All right, Chase. Well, that's going to do it. Thanks so much for coming out. And Chase, if you could, hit him with an outro. By the way, Patrick Laine already got hurt for Columbus and is not going to return to the game. Oh, that's not good. No. But on that note, I want to thank you guys for listening. You want to check us on Patreon, support us there. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bulls Broadcast, at Bulls Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. But right, you can follow WNP on Twitter, at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Make sure the Hockey Podcast Make sure to go to the Hockey Podcast Network dot com wow that was just not easy for chase today uh you, you can find all the podcasts right there boom click the logo listen easy peasy lemon squeezy wherever listening if you rate us five stars since your questions comments concerns we'd appreciate it whatever you do don't forget to support our friends over there at DraftKings and raycon and that's really not good patrick line already goal tonight so they're their only goal score all right thanks so much for coming we'll talk to you next time